Hello, welcome to Tea Time with Marcella. Grab your favorite cup of tea or the beverage of your choice and join us as we dive into today's topic. I normally don't play episodes that are more than 15 minutes, but I think you will be encouraged by the interview we had with Sister Lisa Bell talking about a rich heritage. So we are not going to divide the episode today. I pray that you are blessed. Well, today we're going to talk about a rich heritage, a rich heritage. And when I think about heritage, I think about um, how my parents brought me up with certain things and that we do in our family. Like my mom, she brought me up in church. And my dad, he always talked about working hard. And he, one thing that he desired for me to learn was computers. He used to tell me, he says, computers is going to be a thing of, for the future. People are going to really get into computers. And I wish that you would get into computers. And that was back when I was like 14, 15 years old, he was talking about learning computers and getting jobs uh, that had to do with working on computers. He said, that's going to be the future. You mark my words, that's going to be the future. So he passed on a rich heritage of work ethics. He talked about how to um, be on time. He talked about getting there early. He talked about doing the very best job that you can do. He talked about not stealing time. He talked about a lot of things. He he was really big on worth ethics. But my mom, she was really into um, Bible study. She used to have prayer on Tuesday and Thursday mornings when she wasn't working. She would have prayer on Tuesdays and Thursday mornings um, for um, the church. She she fasted on Tuesdays and Fridays. Um, that was what she did. And she went to Tuesday night Bible study. Um, she even was a Bible band director for a little while on Tuesday nights. And so she brought me up in church. We went to church on Sunday morning, Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, Tuesday night, um, Thursday night. And then they changed it from Thursday night to Friday night for the youth. And the youth were having problems not going to the football games because the parents had youth night at the church. And then we had choir rehearsal on Saturdays. And so we were always at church. So rich heritage, you know, some people like, um, some, some people, uh, believe in having family reunions and things like that. 
So what was some of the the heritage or the traditions that your family passed on? They passed on, Grandma painted stone to me. She did all of us kind of different. She passed on to me by praying for people, giving from my heart when I give stuff from my heart, and help people if you can help them. Go to people's houses and help them clean up. It's different things. Mm-hmm. And Diane Roberta kept us in church and kept us loving. We was in church almost just like you. We had all these youth service and grown people service. And we loved them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it wasn't never pushed like going to work so much. It was like more helping people. Mm-hmm. people. Don't talk about nobody. Put your uh, shoe in their foot mm. and, and and pray for them. Don't mm. spread nothing. Mm. It's always keep your mouth closed. Mm-hmm. No gossiping. Mm-hmm. For them, a person in her. You know, I remember, though, um, like you said about your grandmother, they go into people's homes and clean. I remember my mother and some of the sisters in the church doing that. When people were sick, they'd go and clean for them and cook a meal and take it to them. Yeah, I remember that. Um, and, I, and right today, I, I love the kind of stuff. I love going to the nursing home. Um, we are talking about a rich heritage today. And so the things that our grandparents and our grandfathers, our mothers and fathers taught us, you know, those are the things that we want to remember. And I remember in, um, the scripture talks about Timothy. Do you remember, um, Timothy and, um, Paul, Paul, had uh, laid hands on him and prayed for him and um, had passed on the um, the work of ministry to him. And actually, um, in 2 Timothy, the first chapter and verse 5, it says, When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois, and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded is in you also. Well, basically, uh, I was reading this and I was very um, intrigued. Uh, it stood out to me that his grandmother and his mother were the ones who instilled genuine faith in him. Because it was a custom in Bible days, um, in olden days, it was a a custom for the um, sons to learn from their fathers. And so I was trying to figure out why the uh, Timothy, why did Timothy learn from his grandmother and his mother? And so I went back and I read Acts the 16th chapter and in the in Acts the 16th chapter it talks about um 
how uh, Timothy's father was a Greek. Now his mother, it says in Acts 16, 1 through 3, his mother was a Jewish woman who believed, but his father was Greek. So the reason that Timothy didn't learn or um, come to faith through his father's teachings was because his father was a Gentile. He wasn't Jewish, but his mother and his grandmother were Jewish women. And so they taught him what they knew or what they had been taught about their heritage. And I was thinking, you know, what would be some of the things that they learned or or that he learned from them? Well, in Deuteronomy 6, it tells you to teach your children by the way. Teach them when they wake up. Teach them when they go to sleep. So basically, what they're doing in our days, we read bedtime stories to our kids. But what type of bedtime stories are we reading to them? Well, these women, they told Timothy about things that happened to the Jewish people, like how God um, told Pharaoh to let his people go. That would be something that the Jewish people would teach their kids. Um, how they crossed on dry land when they came to the sea. Um how Samuel uh, answered the Lord when he called his name three times. You know, these are things that these women probably passed on as Bible stories to Timothy. And he learned, for instance, with um, with God calling his name, he learned to answer yes, yes, Lord. Um, He learned to have faith in God um, to deliver them, to cross, to bring them through difficult things. Um, There were plenty of other things. When they were hungry in the wilderness, God provided manna. Uh, Every day he provided manna for them to eat. So he learned uh, about the Jewish uh, heritage and um, the Jewish customs and why they believe the things that they believe through his grandmother and his mother because his father was not Jewish. And so we as parents, we should also teach our children and grandchildren about the Lord. We, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I was agreeing with you. I said, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. We should teach them about the Lord. Our family traditions should consist of things like, um, you know, well, I don't know about other people, but I know that teaching the kids uh, scriptures, you know, there's a, um, there's a song that says the B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's the book for me. I stand up on the word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. And then there's another uh, song where you're teaching them scriptures. A, all have sinned to come short of the glory of God. 
And then they say this where the scriptures found. And then they just go through the whole alphabet. You're teaching your children scriptures. Or you have your children to um, some people do it at dinner time. Before they before they eat, they say grace, and everybody at the table has to quote one scripture that they've learned. You know. And so things like that passed on to our children gives them a rich heritage you know we teach them about um our families what our families have gone through we teach them about our culture you know like some of the culture for black people is juneteenth that's a thing for us we observe juneteenth because we were free you know we teach our kids about um, Martin Luther King Day, you know, yeah. people, things like that. And so what are some cultural things that maybe you've taught your kids? I taught them to read the Bible. Mm-hmm. No matter what they're going through, no matter what, to trust God. Mm-hmm. God's going to get them through what they're going through. Yes. And to not always look back and be able to think of the things you used to have. Think about where you're going in life. Mm-hmm. Think about what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Think about what you want to do for the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. How you want your family to go. How you want your family to be. Mm-hmm. And always, always stay in peace. Yes. You be a peaceful person. Yeah, the scripture says peacemaker. The scripture talks about peacemakers. Mm-hmm. Follow peace with all men. Mm-hmm. Those are good things. And, and, and I tell my grandkids, when you see a person gossiping and all that, walk away from them. Mm-hmm. Don't be offended at it. My granddaughter, my grandson got saved two years ago. It's been since January the 20 the 20 something I think the 21st where they got um, um, saved and I just been on them about the Bible, about the word telling them about Jesus, my granddaughter called me to read the scripture because I want them to know who God is mm-hmm. I saw the Bible study with them and well, you know, it's a good thing that you are teaching them to um, to turn to the Word of God because a lot of times children aren't brought up in church and they aren't taught about God. But one thing that we can do is we can change the heritage that a lot of our kids um, are adopting. For instance, if the parents aren't teaching them, then like you just did, you're a grandmother and you're teaching them about God. We can change their heritage. We can change what they are being taught by interjecting as grandparents things about the Lord. We can tell them about God and we can, even when um, they're not with us, when they come and be with us, we can take that time to, to share with them to uh, teach them about special observances, 
um, why we cook the foods that we could. I, I do that with my grandchildren. I ask them, for instance, why do we cut the tail off the turkey? You know, and I, I, I look to see what their answer is going to be. I ask them, why do we put a top on the food when it's cooking? You know, I ask them things like that. And, and they'll, they'll tell you stuff like, oh, it's to keep the flies from getting in or whatever like that. Yeah, that's true too. But the reason why we put a top on the food is when the steam begins to evaporate into the air, you want to keep your seasonings from evaporating into the air. So you put a top on your food so that that steam will circulate. It'll go down and come up. It's like rotating in the food and your food will come out very well seasoned. It doesn't take a long time to cook because the steam is in the pot. So yeah, that's why we put up time. I mean, just teaching them various things. Why do we choose the music that we choose? You know, we teach our children. We're changing um, what they know and their and their lack of knowledge about the word of God. We teach them um, lessons on um, obedience in the word of God. You know, we read things about uh, where people uh, learn to obey God. We think about um, selfishness. You know, I think about Ruth and, and Naomi and how Ruth was not a selfish person person she was very loving and attentive to her mother-in-law I mean we teach them things that they wouldn't ordinarily know like Jonah in the well like he thought he was going to escape God and he stayed in the well three nights and three days but when he came out of the well he did what does says the Lord he did what God called him to do and see those are some of the things that Probably Eunice uh, and Lois, his grandmother. Eunice was Timothy's mother and Lois was his grandmother. Those are probably some of the things that they taught Timothy when he was growing up in those formative years from, from, from infancy to age five. And then as a teenager, they're teaching him about Jonah and how Jonah tried to escape God, just like you just said, but he couldn't escape God. And ultimately, what did he do? He had to go back and obey God. <laughs> yes, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so he was, they were teaching him those things about the people of the Lord, the Jewish people. Now, his Greek father couldn't teach him about that. But his mother and his grandmother, not trying to usurp authority over him, but just sharing what they knew about their heritage. And, and because of that, he, he caught hold of faith. Faith in the only true and living God. Ooh, that's good. That's good. And, and, and Grandmama would say, don't never always think about Ruth in the Bible. How she went in, in a peak in the garden. She came at the right time. Mm -hmm. She uh, planted the harvest. But she was able to receive from the harvest. Yeah, she was the gleaner. She was getting what they was leaving along behind them. <laughs> yes, hallelujah to your name. So she being a Greek woman, 
was learning about the Jewish God. She was learning about how he provides. Hallelujah, Jesus. And she had a she had a a heart of love. She was not selfish because she she shared what she gleaned, the grain that she gleaned, she shared it with her mother-in-law, who was a Jewish woman. Now, Ruth was a Moabite woman, but she was accepting Naomi's God, the true and living God. And then when they provided uh, roasted grain for her to eat at lunchtime, she saved some and took it back to her mother-in-law. Isn't that wonderful? That is. That's wonderful. She wasn't selfish. Mm. I like what she said. I'm not going to leave you. Yes. Your God is my God. Yes. That that right there, it it, it do a lot of things for people when they can understand God, when you can go out and share the word and they receive God right then and there. Yes. Right there. That is (laughs) Yes. What a beautiful heritage. And David came through that line. <laughs> yeah, King David. And and Jesus, our Savior, came through David's line. Hallelujah. Ooh, hallelujah. That's a blessing. That is a blessing. That is a blessing. And so it's important to have a rich heritage. It's important. Um, Paul is instructing Timothy not only to have that not he's not only praising him for having a genuine faith that he got from his mother and his grandmother but he's encouraging him to continue in ministry he's encouraging him to keep doing good don't be fearful god hasn't given you a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind He wants him to to go on and to continue in good things of the Lord. And so I don't know about anybody else, but, you know, where you traditionally are instructed about things from your father, if your father is not instructing uh, you or not instructing the kids that you two have together, then you be responsible for instructing your children. You be responsible for sharing. If 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 the the children in the family, the adult children are not sharing the things of God with the kids, then the grandparents have to share it. You know, we have to do those things um, that will help our children. If you weren't brought up in church and you've come to saving faith in God, then you teach your children what you are learning about the Lord. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son, Revelations 21 and 7. And then Colossians 1.12 says, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. We've come to the light, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance, 
for you serve the Lord Jesus Christ. Colossians 3 and 24. And then one more scripture, Matthew 25 and 34 says, Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Why? Because you have been faithful steward in sharing with your children, with your grandchildren, with people that you know, with friends that you come in contact with. You have been faithful in sharing the good news of the gospel and you will inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Jesus said he's going away to prepare a place for us, you know, and he was coming back to receive us. (laughs) So we're just giving God glory and praise. I want to thank you, Sister Lisa, for joining us today enjoyed you praise the lord and as we concluded the program sister lisa continued to share her personal testimony and it was such an uplifting testimony it was such a blessing as we became overcome in the desire to Give God praise. But she taught me how to take a little bit, $20, take $20 and make five meals out of that $20. My mother taught me that. Mm. My mother taught me how to survive. How to make, how to have a little bit and make your whole house look beautiful. Mm. She taught me how to decorate. She taught me how to love people and give. Mm. About the battle, my mother didn't teach me that. My grandmama taught me the battle. And your grandmother, you said she would, uh, you would have to go down there in the summertime. And mm-hmm. and she would do what now? You have to learn? She would, she would teach me the battle. I had to learn the Bible. I had to sit down with the Bible. She'll put the Bible in my hand. She said, God told her that you are the one. Mm. Out of all my grandkids, you are the one that's going to love people. You are the one to have a soft heart to mm. forgive. Mm. All them whole grudges, all the rest of them keep stuff, even though I teach them the Bible. They gonna grow up with the same thing. Some of them gonna break free, and most of them gonna go the other way. But you know, I like how you said that uh, she would tell y'all a scripture, and you had to know the scripture to come in and to go out. Yeah, she, yeah, mine was out farther with you in heaven. I didn't. I learned it, but I kept forgetting some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. What you said, I learned how to pray to God. God will honor my prayer. Mm. He will honor me. So I say, Grandma, how can I learn how to pray when I don't know how? She said, I've been teaching you your whole life. You haven't just been listening. So we started over. Mm. Praise God. Just thank God. No, he taught me how to pray. So when I got older, 
You said, I'm going to teach you the things to say. I'm going to let my Holy Spirit get on your body. And, and my Holy Spirit tell you what to say. Because I, when I pray, I don't want to just to pray. I want people to feel from their heart. Mm-hmm. Open up their heart and their mind to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. We want them to know who God is. Yes. And even though I just go to the Bible and I say the words that I do know and I spell out the words that I don't know. And I'll say if I do it that way, God will honor me as reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. So I just thank God. I really thank God for what he showed me. Mm-hmm. Over years, and he's still keeping me. Yes. Move me and guide me, and I'm trusting him for my life. Yes. For my life, and I always, hallelujah to your name, God. Hallelujah to your name. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Always, and God told me, stop saying, no, people say it in the blood of Jesus. God told me to say the blood of the Lamb. The end of my prayer, the blood of the Lamb. Could be the Lamb of God. Yes. So I just thank God for His inheritance. Did show me and the teaching that my grandmama showed me. When my mama taught me how to survive, my daddy didn't teach me nothing. To work all the time. But I, I, he didn't raise us, so I didn't know him. My granddaddy raised us. Praise God. My granddaddy had 32 grandkids, and he raised them all. Mm. And we didn't do the Christmas things in our house, and we didn't do the Easter egg hunt. We didn't do the Halloween stuff. We didn't do that. Grandmama said, we're not doing that, because that's not God. Mm. That's me and me. That's me and me stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. But you know, going to the church, the church taught me that stuff. Mm. And God said, get back to you and Hagerton when my kids were young. Mm. I back to my Hagerton where God showed me as a young age. So mm-hmm. I'm not doing all them things. Mm-hmm. I need to do it for my kids. Yes. But I realized that you can get your kids to all doing all doing a year, just not on Christmas Day. Right. It's not going birthday. That's the day man made. Yes. God not born every year. God was born on this earth. He came in in the body on this earth, and he went to the cross for our sin. For our sin. Praise the Lord. So we gotta give him thanks because when Adam. Gay ate, ate the forbidden fruit. God came into this earth. He made a way to come through this earth because he thought about us. Yes. Abraham, what a blessing. <laughs> he thought about uh, Abraham, see, because he told Abraham, look at the sin on the sea. Look at the stars in the sky. He going to be father of many nations. Mm-hmm. Wife is mother of mother of many nations. So we Abraham seed. 
God is Abraham's seed, and God is King David's seed. We were both lying. We Abraham's seed. God came through King David too, because King David was a king, and God was the king of kings. I learned it by uh, uh, reading the Bible with Miss Brown, Viola Brown. Mm. She taught me that. She told me that God was came through King David too, because God chose King David, and God came through King Jesus came through King David lineage, as well as Abraham lineage. Mm-hmm. So I just thank God for all that He has done for the world. Mm-hmm. Yes. God is good, and I give Him the praise as. God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And I thank God for all things. Because without God, we can't do nothing without Him. But we can do everything through Christ Jesus. Yes. Us. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's so true. That is so true. And when I talk about Jesus, I always get teary eyes and I always cry out to him because I know who he is and what he means to me. Praise the Lord. I want him to mean the same thing for my grandchildren. Mm-hmm. I want them to know God like I know God. Mm-hmm. Like I know Jesus Christ. You just have to keep trusting and keep believing. I know. I know and I'm going to keep telling them about Jesus Christ mm-hmm. about who he is to walk with him to never leave Jesus out of your life Amen. never your life Amen Amen <laughs> I am so enjoying this I love to talk about the Lord I love God you yes. know the Lord has done so many things for me you know, he healed me of cancer, and I thank God for that. The okay. Lord is good, and his mercy endureth forever. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah to your name. I just thank God, you know, how you brought me out of my sickness, because they didn't know me with lupus. Mm-hmm. Well, for that, I thank God for my rheumatoid arthritis. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the doctors say and what the doctors tell me. I guess I always tell them, God forbid. <laughs> I told them, I said, y'all just trying to put something on me in the spirit realm, but it ain't going to work. <laughs> you know what lupus is. Yeah. My grandmama, she used to come to my house and massage my leg, and I said, Grandma, it hurts. She said, when it's dead, anytime it's dead, come back alive, it's going to hurt, baby. And mm. for her, my leg and massaging my arm and praying over me every day, coming up to every day, sometimes twice out of a day. If it wasn't for her doing it, I wouldn't be able to walk. Mm. I wouldn't be able to walk. And I thank God, you know, she was a praying grandmama. She said, even do school, pray before you take your test. Pray before you do this. And all my teachers tell me, 
You don't know how to read. You know how to comprehend real good. You catch your own real good. And I think that's God. You say God, you know, and I, I always pray no matter what. I always tell them about Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope that you have been encouraged and enlightened. Join us each Saturday at 3 p.m. for a tea time with Marcella.